Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine. We invite you to join us as we take a deeper look into the stories and ministries highlighted in Christian Living Magazine. Welcome to Christian Living Spotlight. I'm Sandy Jones, the host of this show and publisher of Christian Living Magazine, a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. This show has been made possible by a generous grant that we received so that we could come to you each week and take a deeper dive into the stories and ministries you'll find in Christian Living Magazine. I have really looked forward to this show. Today, I have my new friend, Paxton Corr, who is the children's manager for the Boise Rescue Mission's Valley Women and Children's Shelter in Nampa. Paxton, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you? I'm doing very well, Sandy. Thank you so much for having me. I've been so excited about this. (laughs) Uh, You know, people who know me know that I'm really passionate about the rescue mission and, and those that they serve. And, I, I, you know, part of it is, too, is that it's a Christian organization and they take no federal government dollars so that they can stay a Christian organization. Right. And that's just so honorable. I just love it. (laughs) So you are the children's manager at the Nampa Valley Women and Children's Shelter. What what is what does that look like? What do you do? Yeah, so I I I hold lots of hats there. Um, basically, during the times that kids have breaks off of school, um, I make sure that they have somewhere to go Monday through Friday, eight to five, uh, so that parents can work. It's kind of a free sort of daycare si- system that we run for the mission um, for people in need. Um, so we take the kids all over the valley to do um, you know various activities that they may not be able to participate in um, you know in their daily lives. Um, so this summer specifically. We had a large donor that came through and gave us um, a big chunk of money to take the kids to Roaring Springs uh, for the summer. So, awesome. yeah, we were able to get season passes for all of them with it. And uh, yeah, so we'll be able to take them as often as they want to go. Do you need a chaperone? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I'm always willing. Right. <laughs> so how fun. How fun. Yes. So how many shelters or, or homes does the rescue mission have? Because they cover the whole Treasure Valley, not just Nampa or not just anyway. Right, correct. So we have five shelters um, between Nampa and Boise. Um, in Nampa, we have Valley Women and Children's Homeless Shelter. Um, we have the Recovery Lodge. Uh, we have Lighthouse Rescue Mission. And then in Boise, we have City Light Home for Women and Children and the River of Life. So you touched on the recovery lodge. Let's talk about that for just a minute, even though that's there's probably not a lot of kids there. But let's let's talk about that a little bit, because it's it's fairly new in the Treasure Valley. And it's such a wonderful idea. Right. Yes. So the recovery lodge, the basic idea behind it is to house um, those that kind of fall into a gray area. Um, So mothers who have just had children or babies, um, you know, that don't really need to be in with the general population, germs and all that kind of thing. Um, And uh, it gives them somewhere that they can rest during the day where they can recover, um, essentially, hence the name. Um, We also take people who who are going through extensive of medical crises, um, people who have just had surgery, that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, rather than having them out, you know, on the streets during the day trying to find housing, jobs, that kind of thing, um, we kind of allow them to stay in, recover from whatever they need to recover from, and the case managers there help them gain those resources without having to be out doing it themselves. I know one time when when Rev Bill and I were were visiting, and it was just at the very beginning when um, it the recovery lodge opened mm-hmm. you know he was telling me about the part of the inspiration behind that mm-hmm. was um, there was I believe it was a gentleman mm-hmm. 
who was in the shelter in Boise in the River of Life shelter. And there were some issues. And finally, that's when they, whoever was overseeing that floor, realized that that individual had just come straight from the hospital from right. having surgery. And it was not a small surgery. It was a major, major surgery. Mm-hmm. And it was all, my, all of a sudden, it was like this light bulb came on that homeless have medical needs that cannot be, in a good way, overseen on the street. Right. And so, A, kudos to that individual for going to the shelter. Right. <laughs> but... You know, really, this was just a a great godsend for people who are down and out. And let's be honest, here in the Treasure Valley, with the cost of housing going up so much and businesses closing down because of COVID and different things, the unemployment level has gone up. Housing. Um, I I love the analogy that that Rev Bill shared with me one time. He says, you know, picture a single mom who's already working two jobs just to make ends meet, and comes home and finds out that her rent just got raised thirty percent. Right. And there's there's no more hours in the day to pick up another job mm-hmm. and still be mom. Mm-hmm. And so you guys are there, and I, you know, and it, and it's a wonderful, healthy environment. I have. I need to come tour your facility. I've toured City Light. And the thing that just really impressed me so much at City Light was that every bed had a had a quilt on it, yes. and it was warm, and it was homey, and it was inviting. Mm-hmm. It wasn't this sterile institutional. So tell us a little bit about the philosophy at the Nampa Ladies Home. Yeah, I mean, our philosophy is that we help out anybody that's in need, um, whether that be that you need uh, somewhere to sleep, somewhere to lay your head at night, whether that be that you just need a little bit of help this month to get by. Um, We offer clothing, food boxes, diapers, formula, um, anything that a family could need uh, to the community as well. So even if you don't need to stay with us, you you can still benefit from resources from us. Um, So yeah, it's really just meeting the needs of the valley. Um, That is our main goal. We don't turn anybody away. Um, We take things on a case-by-case scenario and, uh, you know, we do our best to to meet the need of what what is in need for any specific family. So as school is getting out, now some of these schools just got in. (laughs) Right. They're going to get out. Yeah. So, you know, showing my age here, my grandchildren um, go to a charter school. And so they have mm-hmm. actually been in school uh-huh. since August. And so I sometimes I have to remind myself, not everybody's kids have been in school yeah. all school year. But as kids are getting out, mm-hmm. what are some of the programs you, you talked, you touched on mm-hmm. Roaring Springs, but what are some of the programs you have planned for this summer? Yeah, so um, we we are going to, like I said, we run the children's program all summer. Um, we do various activities. We send the kids to Bible camps of different sorts that we get donated to us. It's, it's very wonderful. Um, and yeah, we just really try to connect with the kids kids, um, you know, on a spiritual level, try to bring them closer to God while we're also bringing them around the valley to do uh, fun things and whatnot. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, we, we also run, we children's program runs basically all year. As you were saying, the kids haven't been in school this year. And uh, we, like I said, I wear many hats. We became the role of teachers this year. We ran a schoolhouse um, where we had the kids again, Monday through Friday school hours and uh, we, you know, trudged through the online learning with them and figured it all out with them. So, um, yeah, basically, we just we do whatever we need to do to help the kids at any given time. 
You know, you make it sound <clears throat> easy. <laughs> um, so the thing that, that just amazed me last fall as I was following along and watching all the things that, that go on, you know, we often forget that, you know, in, in so often the stereotypical homeless person or person in need is older, whatever. Right. We, we try not to think, and, and maybe it's just because it's uncomfortable and it makes us squirm a little bit mm-hmm. um, about the children yeah. that are impacted by this. But last fall when school was starting back up in session, but not in building, mm-hmm. the rescue mission staff came alongside these parents and these children. And you might have, between the two shelters, the Boise and, and the Nampa shelter, you might have children in six, seven, eight different schools and having to keep up with with teaching styles and different programs. And it was quite the juggling act. And you guys never, that, that I could see, from the outside looking and never missed a beat. You never dropped a ball. You juggled all those balls consistently and you, ne- but wow, what a way to, to react to the need. And that's one of the things that I, I'm always most impressed with, you know, in, in business, we talk about planning or being, you know, are we, are we going to, are we going to have goals and plans and a roadmap to get where we go? Or are we just going to be reactionary in our, mm-hmm. but sometimes, especially in the mission world, you have to be reactionary. You can't, it it because things change every day. Absolutely. It's just a fluid industry mm-hmm. and you have to. And I mean, you had to come up with laptops for all these kids. You had to catch up yourselves. I know last year when they closed all the schools down, my son and my husband and I are all self-employed. Mm-hmm. And so here we were juggling yeah. and our daughter-in-law was working and so here we were juggling their kids with laptops, and it was not an easy thing mm-hmm. to follow along with an online school. Okay. And so I just applaud, because it wasn't just one online school you guys were doing. You were doing a variety of online schools, Absolutely. some of them charter schools, some of them, you know, for learning disabled, some mm-hmm. regular public schools. And you guys just did a marvelous job. You get, Hands up. Thank you. Applause. Thank you. Tell us what you can I know in Boise, Mm -hmm. if someone is just down and out and they need a meal, they can go to the River of Life. Is there something like that in Nampa? Absolutely, yes. Um, So over at Valley Women and Children um, that we have in Nampa, um, if there's a family in need of a meal for a night or, you know, any night of the week, we definitely offer that. Um, As for men, I I believe that they are able to gain meals from the Lighthouse Rescue Mission um, in any time that they have a need. Um, So I would just suggest calling ahead and letting them know that they're coming and uh, they'll definitely get them set up. And where, where is the Valley Women's? Valley Women and Children is at 869 West Corporate Lane. Um, it's right off of the Nampa Caldwell Boulevard and Midland, um, back there behind Team Realty. It's not hard to find. If you're just on the boulevard, there's yeah. really, it's got, you got great signage. Right. Yeah. We're a little hidden, but um, any GPS will take you right there. You're, you're back. You're back off. So I know that I had someone, and, and this may be out of your realm, so forgive me if, if I speaking out of turn here. But I know at one point I had someone reach out that was in great need that was in an outlying area. Mm -hmm. And I reached out to um, 
um, Jason Billister, who's one of your VPs, and Reverend Bill, and I said, you know, how can we help this person? Is there a shelter in their area? And and they even offered gas assistance mm-hmm. to get that person to Boise. You know, right. if they want to come and stay at the shelter here, we will give them enough gas money to get them here. Mm-hmm. So um, is that service available also in Nampa or do they have to go through the through Boise office? Uh, not necessarily. Um, we, you know, Boise, Nampa, we're all the mission. Um, so we offer the same thing county, you know, across the county. So um, like I said earlier, we just try to meet that need. If there is, you know, any extenuating circumstances, um, we try to just meet them halfway in any way that we can. Um, so and it doesn't surprise me that they that they would offer gas money. That is just truly amazing. It warmed my heart. It yeah. really warmed my heart. It was, I mean, they they also, they said, you know, they're kind of in between us and another shelter uh-huh. and another system and on East, in Eastern Idaho. And, and they gave me the information for mm-hmm. the Eastern Idaho shelter and said, but you know, if, if they decide they want to come this way, we'll, we'll help them get this way too. Right. You know, and so wealth of information. So listeners, if you're listening outside of the Treasure Valley and you need help, your your mayor's office, your local chamber of commerce, your pastors should know of any shelter systems that are there and in place to help you. And, and you know, it's there for a reason. You touched on one thing, Paxton, that I hadn't even thought about. And it's probably partially because of my age. You said, even if they need diapers. And I went, mm-hmm. oh, they're so expensive. We we are just this month getting twin S's. I'll be in trouble for referring to them as twins. So I have recently, my youngest grandchild right now is 11. Oh. So I haven't had to buy diapers for a long time. <laughs> so I've recently been looking and I'm like, oh my gosh, diapers have gotten really expensive. Yeah. And so I never thought about, I never thought about that. So thank you for yeah. bringing that up. But those don't grow on trees either. So let's talk about some of the needs, some of the way our community can help the rescue mission to have these things on hand. So what are some of the needs that you have? Yes, absolutely. So anything baby related, um, like I said, you know, we try to provide anything that a family might need um, if they have children and and they have a need. Um, So anything baby related. Um, Coming into the summer, uh, we are no longer... the kids are, you know, will be with us, like I said, Monday through Friday. Um, so any in that we do feed them lunch. Um, you know, we provide their meals throughout the day. Um, so any sort of lunch food, snacky items that the kids can have. Um, bottled water is a big thing during the summer um, because, you know, we're sending people out to go and, um, you know, find jobs, look for housing during the day. We need to keep them hydrated in that summer heat. And yeah, uh, you know, summertime, we come up on the um, back to school uh, program that we run. Um, We make sure that we provide uh, school supplies for any kids who, like I said, have been associated with the mission before or who are associated now or really anybody that's in need um, can reach out to us for that. Um, so that is something that we kind of start gaining on through the summer. Um, and yeah, just any any summer related items that you can think of that somebody might need while they're out, um, you know, searching for housing, that kind of thing during the day. So say I stumble across a killer deal on squirt guns. <laughs> Roughly, how many kids are there? At, you know, average. 
Yeah, on average, um, between both of our Boise and Nampa program, we typically have about 40 kids. Um, so it's kind of split in half, 20 and 20. Um, so yeah, and squirt guns, that's always a winner for the kids. I was just thinking, you know, don't show up with five because that's not, <laughs> five against 15 is right. not fun, especially if you're in that 15. Uh, right, <laughs> Make right. it an even playing field. Yeah. Although five would help because if, if eight, you know, if, Four people each brought five. That's right. twenty right there. Anything so, helps. We're not picky. Every little, every little bit helps. That cracks me up. And and interestingly enough, I never thought about school supplies either. Yes, that is a big thing that we do push um, during the summer and coming into going back to school because summers they go by in just a snap. That's that's wonderful. Um, so I we we were talking before we came on air. We're both from Canyon County, and I'm often on six, yeah, sixteenth. And I drive past the men's home Mm -hmm. and I love they have a marquee and often they'll have their needs. Right. You know, coffee, milk. I never thought about, you know, the years that my my family owned a drive in restaurant. Mm -hmm. You know, we had farmer brothers. They pulled up at the back door and they drop us coffee. (laughs) And I never thought about, oh, gosh, yeah, the shelter probably could use coffee and milk and crackers and bread and (laughs) all of all of these things. Right. So that's cool. So where can people learn more about the rescue mission and your services, how they can get involved, where they can plug in if they'd like to? I know our church comes down and and feeds ladies at, at City Light oh. one, one day a week. Um, but there, there are other opportunities. So where can people find out this information? Absolutely. You can find everything you need to know on our website, boiserm.org. Um, you can find volunteer opportunities on there, any of our current needs lists, explanations of our programs and our shelters. That's cool. Um, and is there a phone number or do you, is it all through... Um, yeah, I mean, all basically all online. Um, but if they wanted to call and get more information, um, they could call our um, admin center. It's it would be two zero eight three four three two three eight nine. That's cool. That's because not everybody has. I you know we we all walk around with our smartphones, <laughs> right? But not everybody has that. It's amazing to me when I talked. You know, because. Sometimes I'll get phone calls, people that are down on their luck, and mm-hmm. I'll say, just look it up. And they're like, I'm talking to you on an old flip phone oh. that was donated. I don't have I don't right. have any internet access. And so that was, you know, not everybody. And folks, if you need help, again, boiserm.org. Yes, boiserm.org. Call that number. Don't hesitate to reach out. If you can help in any way, that's, you know, this, is, this isn't a fundraiser show, but the need is so great. And I know statistically speaking, that as school gets out and families families who aren't homeless, suddenly their needs rise too because those kids aren't eating lunch at school. They're at home grazing all day. Right, right. <laughs> they need extra activities and different things. And so traditionally, assistance for the mission goes down in the summer. So anything that you can do would, would be awesome. And is there a specific place that they need to drop these things or can they drop them at any of the shelters? Any of the shelters, any of the locations. Yes, we accept donations. That's great. That's that's phenomenal. So Paxton, it's been great getting to know you a little bit better today. I thank you so much for all you do because... Um, Entertaining children is mm-hmm. not always easy. Keeping them out of trouble and distracted and happy. Um, if 
if they're struggling in the way of homelessness in particular, life is insecure. And Absolutely. so, um, folks, you can't see her, but she's beautiful. You can see the love of Jesus <laughs> shining through her. And I just know that you you are a calm in what could be a big storm for them. Absolutely. Thank you to you and all the coworkers of the Boise Rescue Mission. I'm, I'm just honored to call each and every one of you my friend. Oh, thank you, Sandy. Folks, we have covered the Boise Rescue Mission several times over the years in Christian Living Magazine, and we are dedicated to continuing to help them serve by keeping our listeners and readers well-informed of opportunities to help and ways that the Rescue Mission can help you if you are in a time of need of your your own. I am tongue-tied today, folks. I'm sorry. (laughs) Thank you for being patient with me. This brings our time to an end for this week. We invite you back next week, and I, I say this every week. But we promise to have another special guest in store for you, someone who will encourage you with hope and inspiration. Until next time, God bless. This has been Christian Living Spotlight, an extension of Christian Living Magazine, where it's our desire to deliver faith, hope, encouragement, and perhaps a new perspective about God's love to our listeners and readers as we showcase the hands and feet of Christ at work in our community and beyond. For more information on today's program, the magazine itself, or to subscribe, go to www.christianlivingmag.com or search Christian Living Magazine on Facebook for an uplifting start to each day. Christian Living Magazine is free to pick up in over 600 locations throughout the Treasure and Magic Valleys and in Central Idaho through McCall. Our mailing address is Christian Living Magazine, P.O. Box 867, Meridian, Idaho, 83680. Or you can email us at christianlivingmag at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and we invite you to join us again next week.